The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. And now, the coolest kids of all. Hey, you're back in the air with Jim and Trav. This is the Revolution. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Come on, everybody. Please welcome. Welcome back. We're here. here. See, you did return. I did. We're back with Bunny. Hey, yo. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Welcome to the revolution with Jim and Trav, presented by Outdoor Channel. Incoming! Incoming! Take cover! Okay. Get out, Jim! <laughs> it's aerial assault. If it's winged, it flies. It dies, boys. And girl. Mrs. Bunny, what's up? Hey, how's it going, guys? Was that a bit dramatic? It was for, a bit uh, dramatic, but you got the point across. All right, so we're talking upland hunting, pheasants, grouse, prairie chicken, plus waterfowl, ducks, and geese on today's show. Did you not like that? I did like that. Mrs. Bunny? I loved it. Well, you know, maybe you guys like this better. Duck hunt in the morning. Pheasants <laughs> after that. Sing with me now. <laughs> we got our dogs loaded up. And we're dressed. Do I sound like George Strait? And more like Gary Busey. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys doing? Hey! Hi, so, uh, you know, we're going to be joined by J. Paul Jackson. He is the host of Drake's Migration Nation. Uh, Saturdays, 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel. He's going to be joining us, plus Bruce Horrell. He is the co-host of Gundog TV. It's going to be premiering uh, on Outdoor Channel in the January. First quarter. Pretty cool guy. Plus, Matt Olson. He is the product manager for Shotguns. They're at Remington. Going to be talking about the perfect shotgun for either waterfowl or upland. That's right. And, Mrs. Bunny, you're going to be doing a doubleheader, right? I'll be here, boys. Do you want to sing for me real quick? Not really. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Play along. Shot down once again. Um, all right, so Miss Bunny, what are you going to be talking about? I've got some ring neck trivia for you boys. Ooh. It's mono ver. What is it? Mono e mono. It's, it's man versus mustache. Yeah. This uh, ring neck trivia. Well, you got to be the stash then. And it's brought to you by Nissan. It's time to play Mrs. Bunny's Upland Trivia, where the winners will be showered with golden praise, and the losers will be beaten with a dead muskrat. Oh, and it's brought to you by Nissan. Okay, number one. Wait, hold on. Are you really going to beat us with a dead muskrat? Yes, I really am. (laughs) She always always carries one. Where are you going to get it? That and baby wipes. It's in the freezer right now. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. She keeps it nice and frozen. Yep. All right, let's go. We got the man versus the mustache. Number one. Here we go. Pheasants practice harem defense polygyny. Yes. Where one male keeps other males away from small groups of females during the breeding season. With that said, how many hens does a rooster typically accumulate in his harem? Half a dozen. I'm going to say ten. Wrong. Answer is between three and seven. Really? First point goes to Trav. Okay. Thank you. Are you ready? Oh, wait. So the mustache. Call me the mustache, mustache. please. Mustache. Okay. So people follow along better. Point for mustache. Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> yes. While pheasants are able to fly fast for short distances, they prefer to run. How fast can pheasants run? You want to go first? Yeah, 15 miles an hour. Are we going by miles an hour or We're kilometers? We're going by miles per hour. Okay, I didn't know some people do kilometers. Um, the mustache says 27.2 miles per hour. 
No. Oh. Jimbo was closer. Point goes to man. It's between 8 and 10 miles per hour for running. They seem Ooh. a lot faster than that when you're chasing after them. Yeah. Don't they? Okay, yeah. ready? That's because our lard butts only I, run about oh, 3 miles I'm sorry, conversion. I was thinking kilometers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, split that. Well, in Canada, it might be that. <laughs> it can be anything you want. All right. This is the ringneck challenge. Man versus mustache, Mrs. Bunny. Okay. Uh, one point man, one point mustache. Yes. Number three. When startled, when they flush, what is a pheasant's top flight speed oh top flight speed i'm you take it first okay i'm gonna say 28 miles an hour mustache i'm going 19.7 point goes to man 27 to 38 miles per hour hey there you go yes wait okay so that's their cruising speed however if they are chased or if they have a sense of urgency the absolute top flight speed is between 48 and 60 miles an hour 48 and 60 okay that explains a lot why i miss (laughs) so Two points, man. One point, mustache. Uh, got to bring this back. You say that again. What's the score again? We just two points, man. One man. point, mustache. Who has the buzzer here? Is that Frank or Bunny? <laughs> okay. What is the average length a pheasant survives in the wild? Oh, I know this one. Okay. Two and a half years. Uh, I'm saying four. No. No point. I'm I'm awarding no points. What? Uh-oh. Okay, so males live only about 10 months and females about 20 months. Really? Survive, yeah, the survival rate sits at 30%. Only 2 to 3% of pheasants live as long as 3 years. All right, so we both This is a make or break moment for you, mustache. Uh-oh. Oh man. Right, this what, is two well, points. On. This is two points man, one point mustache and there's going to be either a tie or like a resounding this victory. This is the a resounding ring, victory for man. The ring net challenge. We we're talking aerial assault on today's show. If it's winged and flies it, guys. I'm gonna win! And then are we gonna have like a lightning round if I get this right? Where my mustache will slap Jim. Yes, yes. <laughs> I think that's Take awesome. It right off your face and slap him. <laughs> and then I'll beat you with that muskrat. <laughs> right? That's all I've ever wanted. <laughs> okay, so just know that this question has a few parts, and so I'm willing to um I reward, could to reward multiple points. Here. I could double up here. You could. Okay. Smoke are you, you ready? You better shut up and listen. <laughs> are you ready? <laughs> You're not nice. <laughs> Ring-necked pheasants are not indigenous to the United States. No, they're not. How, when, and where did they arrive on our shores? Can I use Google? (laughs) (laughs) No. They came from China. True. Actually, I think around Shanghai. Uh Uh-huh. In about 1790, uh, and they landed in um, Washington State. You have two of the three right. Uh Uh-oh. Okay, they did come from China around the Shanghai region. Okay, and they did land uh, close to Washington. They landed in Oregon. Okay, however, the timing is off. Yeah, it was in the 1800s. It was. Venture um, a guess when? Uh, can I just have it right since I said 1800s? <laughs> I mean, you didn't. No one even said you could go first. He just jumped in. We all knew Does that it? they came from Shanghai, China. Did we? We all knew that they landed in Oregon, or you thought Washington, whatever. Okay, right, well you, you know need what? to give me a chance. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. We have I'm going to say... Eight, uh, oh, hey. Shush! 1886. <laughs> You're very close. You're very close. 1881. I'll, oh, I'll reward you the point. Give however, me the freaking point! Okay, so however, we have four points man, three points mustache. Wait, so, give me like another one. He didn't even... He wouldn't even I, let me talk. Oh, you just <laughs> give me a second. Oh, my Frustrated. Gosh. Okay, if you can tell me who the Council General of the United States was that brought them here, I will award you the final point. Who even knows that? <laughs> Council General? Did he have a name? Yes, it's John. right here on my sheet. <laughs> <laughs> the man with no question name. Mark. Did he? I, I'll tell you his nickname. What? It was Bruce. No. Bruce Lee. Not even close. 
Owen Nickerson Denny and his wife Gertrude Jane Hall Denny had them shipped from Shanghai in hopes of establishing a population. However, Did they succeed. Most of them died on the way here. The ones that didn't, they set free. Those died as well, and it took somebody else reimporting them before the the population was actually really. That guy's name was Bruce, probably. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Can I have a point? I really hate to break it to you, man. One over mustache. Thank you. No. See, due to default. <laughs> I don't like you now. <laughs> All right. So this was a stupid game. <laughs> it was rigged from the beginning. Dumb. From 1881 on, this game was a sham. <laughs> All right. So we're talking aerial assault on today's show. If it's winged and flies, it dies. That's right. That's the man right there. Coming up after the break, we're going to be joined by a J. Paul Jackson. He doesn't know crap about ringneck pheasants. He would have got none of that right. Uh, he's got a great show. Drake's he's the one that gave you the answer, Bruce. Yeah. He told me Bruce did it. Drake's Migration Nation. Uh, Saturdays, 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel. Make sure you watch that show. He is coming up next. Big shout-out, though, to our sponsors, Outdoor Channel, outdoorchannel.com forward slash revolution. Nissan, nissanusa.com. Remington? Remington.com. How about High Mount Seasonings? H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com. Our good friends at Cabela's. Cabela's World's Foremost Outfitter at Cabela's.com. Right, here's word from Mark. Don't go anywhere, Mrs. Bunny. You're going to be returning. I will be back, boys. With more of her shenanigans. And uh, bring me a muskrat sandwich. Yeah. Oh, crap. <laughs> I can't think of beef with a muskrat. <laughs> <laughs> this blows. <laughs> All right, aerial assault on, a, on today's show. If it's winged, it flies, it dies. J. Paul Jackson, he's coming up next. Right after this. Don't go anywhere. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Celebrating 15 years of excellence in broadcasting. It's really quite simple. We take a little bit of Jim, a little Trav, some Mrs. Bunny, and blend it all together. Yummy. Stay tuned. The Revolution will return right after this. Deep below the surface of the ocean, they lie in wait. One of the most dangerous predators of the open sea. Outdoor Channel presents Blue Water Savages. An oceanic bite you, it's game over. A new original series that will leave you breathless. To see so many sides of their personality is extremely rare. But that's what this show is about. How human behavior affects shark behavior. Blue Water Savages. All new series Saturdays at 2.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. This is the sound of the Cummins V8 turbo diesel in the new 2016 Nissan Titan XD. This is the sound of the Titan flexing its 310 horsepower muscle. And its gooseneck hitch hooking up a massive trailer. This is the Titan's 550 pound-feet of torque effortlessly towing over 12,000 pounds of boats, horse, pipeline, or RV. This is the sound inside the Titan's luxurious cabin as the six-speed transmission puts the power to the road and the fully boxed steel frame gives a smooth, solid ride. This is the sound of the Titan XD being named 2015 Truck of Texas by the Texas Auto Riders Association. And this is you opening the window for some real music from that Cummins diesel. That is the sound of the new Nissan Titan XD, the every-duty truck, coming this winter. Nissan, innovation that excites. Tow package and Cummins diesel engine are available features. See Nissan towing guide and owner's manual for proper use. Cargo and load capacity limited by weight and distribution. Always secure all cargo. It's aerial assault this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Presented by Outdoor Channel. If it's winged and it flies, it dies. Now, here are the boys. Hey, this is John back at the Kansas City, Kansas Cabela's Waterfowl Classic. Hi, John! And I've been asked one important thing that comes out of my seminar that, that should stick with you. 
scouting. Scouting cannot be overstressed. It'll tell you where to hunt, how to hunt, how to put your decoys out, how many birds are using the area. It'll give you a lot of information that'll make you a better hunter and make you have better hunts at the end of the season. So John's a great guy. He is. He knows what you need to do. It doesn't matter if you're waterfowl hunting, upland hunting, Sasquatch hunting, elephant hunting, nutria hunting. You have to scout. It is I essential to get out there, put in the time, and scout. Yeah. If you want to be successful before the break. Before the break, we heard from Miss Bunny. Of course, she had a contest. That was rigged. And, I'm uh, not and uh, you know, when you when she yelled, "Come on down!" I just knew. In my heart of hearts that I was going to win. Do you have to gloat? Only a little bit. Okay. <laughs> I saw Ariel Salt on today's show. If it's winged and flies, it dies. It dies on today's show. We're just now being joined, though, by J. Paul Jackson. He is the host of Drake's Migration Nation. Make sure you watch it Saturdays, 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel. Yeah, hey, question for you. John Paul, J. Paul, whatever it may be. James. Yeah, <laughs> James Paul. <laughs> Anyhow, you are, you're, you're doing the show a little differently. You're doing it on a regional basis. Tell us how that's going to develop. This year we're going to shake up the format just a little bit. I'll still be the national host, and I'll still be doing the narrative or telling the story of every episode. But, you know, we've got a lot of very talented waterfowlers on the Drake Waterfowl Systems Elite Team. And so this year we're going to also include some regional hosts, you know, guys in Pacific, Central, and Atlantic Flyway who um, hunt ducks and geese passionately every year. They're associated with Drake Waterfowl, and they're going to highlight their region. going to take a little bit of pressure off of me. I'm not going to have to travel nearly so much. I'm still going to do the hunt on four or five episodes this year, but the bulk of our episodes this year are going to feature guys from different areas of the country, Delaware, Washington State, wow. Iowa, the Carolinas. You know, they're all part of the migration nation, and, and you know, we want to show what the locals there are doing. So there will be a little bit of a format change. We're also going to add some segments, some hunting tips each week, some dog training stuff, because I am a professional retriever trainer. And uh, you know, some of the things that I think will shake it up a little bit and keep it interesting for our fans. I'm a professional donut eater, too. Yeah. I'm pretty damn good at that, man. Uh, that man you're talking to right there or listening to is J. Paul Jackson. He is the host of Drake's Migration Nation. Once again, Saturdays, 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel. Now, uh, during the break, uh, J. Paul, you're talking to everybody knows, like, when you get out there in the field, here's what you need to do. This is You got to have this gear. You need to be doing this this time. But let's talk about the don'ts. And you just wrote a great blog, man. Uh, three things you do not want to do. What are those things, buddy? Uh, well, you know, everybody every year asks, what do you need to do to be successful? Like I said, yeah. there are a lot of things you don't need to do to be <laughs> successful. And the first one, the biggest rule that I have found in traveling across the country, and it's universal, if the birds are doing what you want them to do, don't mess it up. Yeah. You know, I can't tell you how many times I've been sitting in the blind with guys, maybe it's a little bit slow, and we'll be chit-chatting along, telling lies, look up, and there'll be a drake and a hen cuffed up, locked, dropping right into the decoys. The first thing that you will hear is the lanyard rattle of someone reaching for their calls. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, they're coming straight into the decoys. Don't <laughs> mess it up. There's no reason to blow your call. You know, uh, as a rule, we want to we call at the tips of their wings and at their behinds when they're going away. If they're coming in, Leave them alone. That's number one. Number two, don't skimp on concealment. Mm -hmm. Man, you know, it's great to have a very realistic spread, but, 
you've got to be hidden. You've really got to brush that blind right. You've got to stay still. You've got to be concealed, particularly as the season wears on. And, and then finally, number three, you've got to have some ripple, some motion on the water. You know, uh, don't on a calm day just sit there and expect the decoys to do the work and you're calling. Be proactive. Do something to put some ripple on the water. You know, Mojo is a wonderful sponsor of the show, and we love their decoys. But you also need a little bit of ripple out there. The new Thrasher is great at that. Something to put some ripple on the water. Don't sit there and look at calm, slick water. Because let me tell you, from the sky, it's a key tee-off to the ducks that, hey, this isn't real. Yeah. Do you think that uh, oftentimes, especially uh, newbies out there, they think that that uh, having a lot of decoys is really important, but sometimes less is more, isn't it? Oh, you know, over the years, I grew up duck hunting on Real Foot Lake, and Real Foot is legendary for open water blinds with huge spreads of 500, 800, 1,000, sometimes up to 2,000 decoys around. The Holy time. crap. And, oh, yeah, you know, we always believed, you know, back way back in the day that, hey, more was better. But I'll tell you what, I've become much more successful over the last several years by picking up and putting out my decoys every single day. You know, a small spread that's well set, that's got a lot of motion and realism in it, will trump a large spread every time. It's not the size of the set. It's mixing it up and keeping it fresh. And particularly if you're hunting the same location several times a week, Hey, the birds learn that spread. If it stays out there the entire time, you know, local ducks are going to quit working the hole because they know it. They've seen it. By picking up and putting out a small set every day, you'll be much more successful than leaving out a big spread all year. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Jay Paul Jackson. Of course, he's the host of Drake's Migration Nation. Make sure you watch it. Team all that stuff Saturdays, 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time on a Sports Blue Channel. Now, uh, where can we find you online, buddy? Well, online, of course. You know, we're at drakewaterfowl.com, loneoakretrievers.com, and trainingwithjpaul.com. And Jim Trav, man, it's been great this week being with you guys. Thanks for having me on. There you have it, peeps. Uh, watch your show. Find him online. All right, who we got coming up next? Hey, coming up next is Matt Olson. Of course, he is the uh, product manager for Shotguns for Remington. Senior. He is. Very important. You got to put that senior stuff in. Well, he's 65. Oh, he's an old man. All right, Ariel <laughs> Salt on today's show. If it's winged and flies, it dies. All right, here's a word from our big shout out to Outdoor Channel, Nissan and Remington. Once again, Matt Olson. Coming up now. J. Paul Jackson, dude. You're the bomb, buddy. Thanks for calling in. Thank you, buddy. Salvage from the editing room floor. Here's a revolution outtake. Rewind the tape. Uh, well, doesn't Travis have like seven kids? I, <laughs> working on 21, you know. We've, yeah, no kidding. I'm like, wait, she's not pregnant again. <laughs> we've converted to Mormon. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also, Catholic, I'm also running for president. So. <laughs> You're also running for president. I hope I can secure your vote. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. This has been a revolution. Outtake. More Jim and Trav coming up in seconds. In the wild, every animal has adapted to survive. As humans, we have learned from those adaptations to become better hunters. We're the planet's top predator, but we didn't get here alone. I'm Remy Warren. I plan to immerse myself in nature and hunt like an animal. The way of the hunter is a humbling path. 
I'm in awe of these creatures and those who came before me. Apex Predator, Thursdays at 10.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. High Mountain Seasonings. Do yourself a flavor with over 200 different items. And look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. It's America's favorite pistol. Remastered by Remington. The Model 1911 R1. Perfected for smooth cycling and peak shootability. In several models spanning every application from Concealed carry to competition. Pair it with Remington Ultimate Defense Ammo for absolute surety against any threat. And our squeegee for effortless cleanup. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trev, although not as cool as finding the Loch Ness Monster. Whoa, it's still pretty good. Now, back to the show, brought to you by Nissan. It's aerial assault on today's show. If it's winged and flies, it dies. So, Jim, every, every time before I go waterfowl hunting or upland hunting... I like to meditate. For today's meditation, I'd like you to place one hand inside the other like a cup and rest it on your lap. Do the stupid cup! <laughs> that relaxed me. Sit up nice and tall by placing your shoulders over your hips. You can achieve this by inhaling your shoulders up to your ears. Breathe, breathe right. <sighs> Crap, now I have to pee. <laughs> And exhaling your shoulder blades down your spine. Ah, this ain't working. <laughs> I, I, I try to get myself in the mood. You know, like, I give myself a back rub. I try I'll, to loosen up. How about if I just throw a dead duck at you? you that would work. <laughs> all right, so Aerial Assault on today's show. We are talking about all things upland, waterfowl. Doesn't really matter. Before the break, though. Before the break, we heard from J. Paul Jackson. Of course, he talked about uh, all things duck hunting. All things duck hunting. Make sure you watch. All across the country. Drake's Migration Nation. That is Saturdays, 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel. He's a good guy. He's a damn fine man. Next All right, guy, so we are you just want now, to get to know. Just now being joined by the senior product manager for Shotguns there at Remington, uh, Mr. Matt Olson. Now, let's pull out, what, three? Three models. Three models of shotgun. but in, uh, Entry level. Intermediate to advanced. But w- what's like a super entry level shotgun that everyone can afford, uh, Matt, that will never let us down? We don't want to leave home without uh, this fall when we're going to be hunting, buddy. If I had my pick, I'd be looking on the shelves right now for a V3. Okay. Very, very lightweight, very low recoiling, ultra reliable, ultra durable, very solid price point right in the middle of the uh, the semi-auto marketplace. Shoots two and three quarter and three inch very, very reliably. Okay. Uh, now, you just get it in a 12 gauge or can you get it in a 20 as well? Uh, for the first year of production, we're going to do 12, but guess what? 20 is on the way. Ooh. Now, you can get this in like a synthetic, like the black or the synthetic camo, or you can go with a walnut, correct? Is that what, how I remember it? That's right. That's right. Okay. So for 2016, as we go into production with the firearm, uh, we'll be doing black synthetic in 26 and 28-inch barrels first. Oh, wow. Followed very closely by a mossy oak breakup country in, in 26-inch barrel, good for waterfowl and the timber and, and, and also uh, turkey hunters. Yeah. And then we'll be doing a mossy oak shadow grass blades in 28-inch barrel for waterfowlers. All right, so we were just talking about the V3, the, the field sport model, and uh, what else you got, man? Well, I'll tell you what, I think the, a good runner-up would be a gun that we've had out on shelves for the last couple of years, uh, and that's the Versamax Sportsman. Oh, uh, for those who want... 
another highly reliable, highly durable and rugged shotgun that points great, but shoots three and a half inch 12-gauge magnums, as well as two and three-quarter and three-inch, you want to look at the Versamax Sportsman. Oh, the thing is that being able to shoot the the two and three-quarter, the three and the three-and-a-half, I mean, you've got a lot of versatility there and a lot of different game that you can go after. Absolutely. You can do everything. I mean, you guys in Kansas know how versatile the shotgun is. I mean, you start out... uh, you know, early in September shooting doves and, and, and still shooting a lot of sporting clays and trap. And by the end of uh, February, you're into snow geese real hard. you got to have a gun that does it all and it's going to last. And and the, the, the Versamax Sportsman is just right up that alley. Now, I have a couple friends that have this. I, I don't have one myself, but he they say, one. yeah, got it. That is on my wish list. I have a big <laughs> wish list. Everybody says, though, that it shoots that recoil of like a 20 gauge. Um, extremely that, soft, yeah. Yeah, it, it, they say it doesn't have that kick like you would normally associate with a 12-gauge. What what did you guys do to reduce that? Well, um, it's part and parcel to the performance of the uh, the operating system of the gun. Um, the VersaPort operating system, which is what we use in the in the VersaMax, and we have adapted uh, to be a little lighter for 3-inch guns in the V3, is the reason for that. It spreads that recoil impulse out a little bit more, bleeds off a lot of the excess gas that is not necessary to operate the action, and moderated the speed of the bolt so that uh, wow. we, we function the gun very reliably, keep those parts running a lot longer than the competition, and we're doing it with far less recoil. We, we've, uh, especially with the V3 and the Versamax Sportsman, we've been getting a lot of accolades from female shooters and, and youth shooters as well. Uh, they can shoot the, lo- the, the higher powered loads and shoot them all day long very comfortably with those guns. You bet. Hey, we're talking with Matt Olson. Of course, he is a senior product manager for shotguns for Remington. Here, here's a question for you. We got some entry level people there. They're, they're not really interested in the semi autos, but you've got a gun that you've had around for a long, long time. We're talking about the Remington model 870. Yeah. Tell us about that. Well, it's, it's kind of hard to not talk about the 870. It's been around longer than just about every other pump design out there. And we're still making them, uh, plenty of quality, plenty of good features. Just solid, rugged, reliable, good-pointing shotgun that'll last you forever. Yeah, yeah. Now, we can find all the models we've been talking about on Remington's website. And what is that website, right? Remington.com. Real easy. Kind of hard to miss. That's it. Hey, we've been talking with Matt Olson. Of course, he is the uh, Senior Product Manager for Shotguns for Remington. He knows a heck of a lot, and he'll take you hunting if you want to go. Now, do you guys have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff, buddy? Oh, we are on all the time. That's right. Well, there you go, folks. Make sure you uh, look them up. Remington.com. Follow on all that that social stuff that, that Jimby likes to oh, do. Oh, I love to play with that. Oh, Jimby. Who we got coming up next, buddy? Hey, coming up next, we've got old uh, Bruce Horrell. And, of course, he has a program on Outdoor Channel called Gun Dog TV. Going to be premiering in January. In January, right in the middle of duck season. Brucey, baby. Yeah. Brucey, oh, baby. Will. He's coming up next. All right, so Ariel Salt on today's show. Here is he, he's, he's cousin Brucey. Here's Mrs. Bunny's uh, 30 seconds of waterfowl. I don't know, Take a listen to it. Uh, it's right now. All right, so uh, Matt, dude, thanks for calling in. You're a player. We love you. Again, guys, thank you very much for the time. We really appreciate the chance to talk to you. And, hey, save me a few birds out there in Western Kansas, <laughs> will you? We'll do that. We'll do that. 30 seconds of Mrs. Bunny's wonderful world of waterfowl starts now. Okay, man and mustache. Here we go. Here's our migration alert. Waterfowl numbers are on the rise in South Dakota. A series of moderate cold fronts over the past two weeks have triggered the migration of waterfowl in South Dakota, providing hunters with a variety of opportunities at the midpoint of the season. There's perhaps no better barometer for fall migration in South Dakota than the coming and goings of ducks, geese, and swans at the Sand Lake National Wildlife Refuge, or NWR, near Aberdeen. Although most of the recent cold 
Bowl front pushed a number of ducks out of the 22,000-acre complex of shallow wetlands and upland cover. There's been an increase of both ducks and geese in just the past 48 hours. Mallard numbers have increased substantially, though they're spread out, making it hard to get an accurate count. But a recent tour of the refuge uh, gives numbers standing somewhere between 30,000 and 50,000. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. 15 years of broadcasting and still going strong. What's their secret for them looking so young? Um, never mind. Stay tuned. The boys will return right after these messages. My son has a favorite saying, Dad, don't worry about it. Things will work out. When death is close, I started to wonder if he had died that night. Will you respond? You can't make the situation any better, but you can sure make it worse. When is that point when they're looking for a body? All that was in my mind was save my brother. I gotta save my brother. I just refused to die. Fight to survive. All new season. Saturdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Only on Outdoor Channel. High Mountain Seasonings. The world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you. Or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Looking for the ultimate cooking machine for your backyard or patio? Look no further than Camp Chef's new pellet grill and smoker. With user-friendly features like an auto-ignition, digital readouts, and internal meat temperature sensors, it's easy to smoke the tastiest salmon, ribs, brisket, and turkey you'll ever eat. And an innovative system makes cleanup a snap. Everyone will want the food you're cooking on your Camp Chef pellet grill and smoker. The quality smoker that's second to none. Find out more at CampChef.com. Camp Chef, the way to cook outdoors. It's not dressed to impress. It's dressed for work. It's a tool. The kind that builds gut piles. The Remington Model 783 Bolt Action Rifle. Scoped, foresighted, ready to hunt, and born to get it done. Pair it with Remington Core Locked Ammo for the ultimate in lethality. And Remington Bright Bore for when it's time to clean up. The internet without checking out JimandTrav.com is like having a fridge without any beer in it. Oh, man. Log on. Tune in. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Presented by Outdoor Channel. Hey, we're back. We're talking about the aerial assault. If it's winged and it flies, it dies. If it's winged. If it winged. If it, if it's wings. If it, if it winged. Jim's if it gonna, has if wings. It has a wing, Jim's going to shoot it off. <laughs> it's going to be dead. Before the break, though, Mr. Matt Olson, he is the senior product manager for Shuckins there, Remington. Talking yeah. about the V3. Talked about the Versamax. And also the 1180 and 1187, right? And also the 870. Wonderful man right there. Also, Mrs. Bunny, uh, what was that? Her 30 seconds of wonderful waterfowl, something like that. <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, just now being joined by Brucey, baby. Uh, We're talking about uh, uh, Bruce. Mr. Mr. Bruce Horrell. He's the co-host of Gundog Bruce TV. Horrell. What a great guy. Premiering on Out. Outdoor Channel in January 2016. All right, so let's just cut Program's to the chase. called Gundog TV. I did say that. Did you? Just so you know. Uh-oh. All right, so Bruce, question. And think about this long and hard, buddy. Should every waterfowl hunter own a dog? Is it worth the added expense and hassle? And is there certain personalities and just jerk faces out there that don't deserve to own a dog? What's your take on that? If you're asking me specifically... And individually, I think every guy should have a dog because you're trying to preserve and, and make sure that you retrieve every bird that goes down. And I've been an owner of Chesapeake's for 42 years now. Oh, wow. And they have been, I say part of my equipment, but they're also part of my family. Oh, and, yeah. um, the, these dogs, I can't tell you how many birds that, you, 
that the hunter would never, ever put in his bag. Hmm. Once again, talk with uh, Mr. Bruce Horrell. He's the co-host of uh, Gundog TV, premiering on Outdoor Channel in January. All right, so you mentioned something about having a dog that's not only a family member, but also a working dog. And I think that is one thing that just drives me crazy when I talk to all these waterfowl hunters or, or upland hunters, and they're like, no, this is a working dog. He is there to work. I, I don't think that's right. I, I think that yeah. you should have family time with them. And in turn, don't they respond better and work harder for you if you actually give them some sort of affection? How about love? Yeah, some love. You're absolutely correct. I think that's an old wives' tale about a you keep an outdoor gun dog outdoors. And the main mistake that all these hunters make is they keep that dog in the kennel. They might work them a little bit. They keep the dog in the kennel. But my dogs have always been part of the family. They might like to stay outside. Chesapeake's <laughs> they like the cold. They yeah. like to stay outside. But they're in all day long. And... They're just a regular house dog. And the more you communicate with your dog indoors, outdoors, the more he understands where you're coming from and vice versa. Yeah. Now, now the thing is, you know, you talked about being on the Peace River up in Alberta. And, of course, yep. uh, you're in the central flyway there in, what, Illinois, Indiana. Now, yep. you, you, you travel all over the country. Do you find that, that there are... Uh, 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 strongholds, if you will, like maybe the Chessies are, are, uh, more prevalent in the eastern part of the country and maybe the golden retrievers are down in the, uh, southeast. Uh, you know, maybe in the, uh, where you're at, maybe it's the labs. You know, I know that you like Chessies, but do you find that there are different likes around the country and they have strongholds for each of the different breeds? Yeah. Uh, there's no question about it. The Labrador retriever is the most popular retriever. Uh, in North America, uh, the last I checked, uh, there were 82,000, uh, registrations in that year. And I think the last I was checking was in, in the nineties, late nineties, and then 4,000 Chesapeake. Oh, wow. wow. But, uh, I have to say that the lab is the most, uh, popular and on our waterfowl shows, you're going to see mostly laughs. All right, so talking with uh, Mr. Uh, Bruce Horrell, he's the co-host of Gundog TV, premiering on Outdoor Channel in January. Now, we, we were talking earlier, and you said that, in your opinion, and I have to agree, that every waterfowl hunter, not just for the ethical purpose, but if, if you want to be productive, you, you should have a working dog with you. Um, Absolutely. Now, should... I, I have to say, though, in turn... I don't think everybody is cut out to be a trainer. And it seems to be my opinion that everyone seems to rush their dogs too much. Do you think that it's better to have it professionally trained and then have that trainer train you how to work your dog? Or do you think that is something that every hunter can learn? Well, I've gone through, I've gone through both. Really? All right. I, yeah, I, I tried training my own dog. And, and first of all, I won't, re even though I love Chesapeake's, I won't recommend Chesapeake's <laughs> to anyone that, that isn't going to hunt a hundred days a year or 50 days a year like I do. Oh, wow. And I'm, I really hunt, I try to hunt a hundred days a year. Ooh. And the dog can go a hundred days a year. But to your point, uh, I've tried training them myself and I've also uh, taken them to a trainer and given them all oh, a month or two training before I take them, uh -huh. and the uh, latter is the best. Is it really? Uh, yep, I, I think a professional trainer can get them started, 
and then I can pick up on what the and carry on what the trainer was doing. Yeah. Hey, we got to leave it right there. We've been talking with Bruce Horrell. Of course, he has a brand new program called Gundog TV, premiering January on Outdoor Channel. That's right. Now, Mr. Bruce, if we want to find out more about you or Gundog TV, where do we have to head to online to do that, buddy? You can find us uh, at wolfcreekinc.com. A lot of times our our viewers actually call in, and uh, <laughs> you can get that at uh, 517-625-9573. And uh, believe it or not, we'll be talking to you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I've talked to, I can't tell you how many viewers, they call the office and they prefer to call to me, and I end up talking personally to them. Oh, man, heck to do. All right, so one more time, that's Mr. Bruce Horrell. He's the co-host of Gundog TV, premiering on Outdoor Channel in January. Big shout-out to Outdoor Channel, also Nissan and Cabela's. Got to get to a break. Here's a word from Mark. Mr. Bruce, man, thank you so much for calling in, buddy, and good luck out there. All right, thank you, uh, Jim, and thank you, Trev, and uh, have a good have a good rest of the fall. You bet. Hey, coming up next, we've got Mrs. Bunny, and she's going to give us four tips that'll darn near guarantee opening day success for roosters. She's bringing back that dead muskrat. Too. That's it. That's yeah. It. Don't wait. No, no, you should wait. Actually. All right. So here's a word from Mark. Uh, don't go anywhere. That's what I meant to say. We will return right after this with Mrs. Bunny. JimandTrav.com. On the computer? You could see it on the computer? Yeah. Recently, we paid three grandmothers yeah. to check out our website. Oh, oh, my God. Look at it. Predictably, it did not go well. Oh, my God. They saw everything. Show archives, videos, expert advice, yeah. gear reviews, cooking with Mrs. Bunny. Was I exaggerating, Mary? It was horrific. JimandTrav.com. Yeah. Not fit for grandma. That's what they say. Yeah. Dream hunts, 1,000 dream photos, hundreds of dream hunting stories. Buy Colorado's biggest bucks and bulls at 719-661-4037 to live the dream. Located in the heart of Maui's premier resort, Kanapali Beach Hotel is officially recognized as Hawaii's most Hawaiian hotel and the number one best value in Hawaii. With a range of accommodations and affordable dining options, this is the ideal setting to turn Hawaiian dreams into lifelong memories. Live Hawaiian entertainment every evening, free year-round children's programs, weekly arts and crafts fairs, welcome breakfast, and departure kukui lei ceremonies add to the value. Swim in the whale-shaped pool, indulge in the fabulous spa and hotel salon. Enjoy Hawaiian hospitality at its best at the Ka'anapali Beach Hotel. Call 800-262-8450 or go to kbhmaui.com. That's kbhmaui.com. Aloha. With Jim and Trav, brought to you by Nissan. It's Aerial Assault this week. Now, here are the boys. Hey, we're back. Before the break, we heard from old Bruce Horrell, and he had Gundog TV. A great show, beginning of first quarter of 2016. Brucey, baby! That's the guy. He didn't like that. Uh, yeah, premiering Outdoor Channel in uh, January. Gundog TV, Bruce Horrell, Mrs. Bonnie. What's She's up? back. Man and mustache. <laughs> what are you going to be talking about? I've got some tips to guarantee 
Uh, ring neck success. Ooh. Cause Mrs. Bonnie, she is just a big old peasant hunter. Mrs. Bonnie, Ooh. she is Woo. a peasant hunter. Jimbo's looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm not from Kingston, but I could be just a neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do this. It's the return of the Mrs. Bunny, and it's brought to you by Nissan. Okay. Uh, it's the return of the Mrs. Bunny. <laughs> I like coming that. Coming to a theater near you. <laughs> All right. Or field, I should or say. field near you. Mrs. Bunny, what do you have for us? Go. I want, if I'm going to go out, I want to guarantee that I can at least bring something home in my in my bag. So, so I bring Jim home most of the time. It. Exactly. So And I'm usually in the bag. <laughs> yeah. Dragon By the ball. way. He's easy. <laughs> He's a cheap date. Okay, so Ooh let's see here. La. A few tips to guarantee that you're going to get some roosters when you go out. Ring neck success. Scouting. It's not just for deer hunters, okay? Whitetail hunters have perfected the art of science and uh, preseason scouting. They use trail cams and um, tree stands. However, a good pheasant hunter should spend just as much time um, scouting as deer hunters do. For the bird hunter, you um, and you get to hold in your own state, scouting can take the form of early morning hikes to exercise your dog or a Sunday drive to evaluate habitat conditions for your favorite honey holes. The key is to spend some time eliminating areas that don't hold the birds yeah. that they have historically. So you're focused on the best spots um, when you get to go out. So avoid this spots that don't hold many birds figure out where they're at number one number two um bird hunting batting practice just like your batters world series just got over here just like your batters spend time practicing you have to spend time in the off season as well um always have um if you always have trouble with a crossing shot from left to right you need to practice that kind of stuff before opening day or before you go out um, in the field you need to spend time in the off season practicing your shot shooting some clays Bird dog refresher. Doves, grouse, small game farms all provide opportunities to tune up your dog's, um, your bird dog's nose, retrieve, and handling before roosters start running circles around your pups um, from the off season. So a couple of hours with planted pigeons to remind your pup of the excitement of a flush and retrieve can prevent an early opportunity on a miscue of the opener. Yeah. Um, number four, broken bootlaces and an equipment check. Oh. Um, I think everybody's been there where you're gearing up, you're ready to go out, no matter what you're hunting, and all of a sudden you have an equipment malfunction. Mm-hmm. So what? Uh, one year, Travis bow hunting, and he pulled his string back to draw, and his his string broke with his bow. Uh, it doesn't really matter. So you need to be checking your gear before you go out. Um, so this would include when you're um, pheasant hunting, um, making sure your shotgun doesn't still have your tur- your turkey choke tube in it from last spring, or making sure your shell pouch has the correct bird shot, uh, making sure that you've got multiple layers of clothes in case the random cold snap or warm front comes through, and making sure your dog's electronic collar is fully charged. Don't let your gear ruin your day. Oh, and it happens all the time. It oh, yeah. You get so excited. You want to get out there. You want to hunt, especially if you're traveling. You are S-O-L. You are. Yeah. You know, you think you have all your, your T's crossed and your I's dotted, and it turns out you get out there and you've like missed like this glaring thing, you know, and it yeah. kind of ruins your day. And also, yeah, I, I want to stress to all hunters out there to make sure you take care of your dogs. Make sure you have adequate water and feed and protection from them. And, let, and let's face it, when you're hunting those corn stalks and stuff, those dogs can get tore up. Yeah. You know, and, and make sure you have those, those leggings and boots you can put on. Those little booties are really kind of cool. Now, yeah. When the dog first gets them on, they kind of walk kind of funny. It's kind of yeah. like watching a horse being shod. You know, they, they kind of throw their feet around because it's a different weight. But once they get used to it, boy, it's really great on their soles. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, they have it's, soles. it's like when Jimbo puts real shoes on oh. from his <laughs> cruisers. He starts that stotting business like a mule deer. <laughs> yeah. so, is Jim prancing? No, he just has new shoes on. Yeah, yeah it's, He it, looks... 
funky. I am funky. But no, take care of your animals when you're out what there, guys. What is that funky smell? What is that funky cheese? <laughs> um, no, really, take care of your animals when you're out there. They're, they're so hardworking. And the thing is, man, they'll neglect themselves. I yeah. mean, they want to get out there and they want to work they wanna hard. Please. They want to please. And they put you first and foremost, and, and they don't think about themselves. And that's what we are there for. Make sure you take care of your pooches. Isn't that right, Miss Buddy? That's right. She takes care of Jim and I. She yeah. does. Now, if, if you watch your dog, if he... If you go a mile, oh, he, he goes, goes like, three. Oh, five, maybe. Yeah. 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 He's just back and forth and all around. And, of course, uh, really good dogs, you need to take really good care. Marginal dogs, eh, forget them. Mrs. Bunny, what else you got? Is that it? <laughs> That's it, boys. All right. It's Mrs. Bunny, she is just a big open hunter. Do you like Justin Bieber? You do, you remember, do you remember that one time where a Justin Bieber song actually saved a man from being mauled by a bear? Yeah, what was that? That yeah. was amazing. Yeah, he was being mauled, and his phone came on. His daughter called him, and it was a Justin Bieber ringtone, and it scared the bear away, and it saved him he from being mauled. He actually shoved it down his throat, and he <laughs> choked it down. It was that Canadian peach fuzz. Yeah. It, it was. You, not, you know, yeah, you came down with it. You got the beaver fever. <laughs> All right, so aerial salt on today's show. If it's winged and flies, it dies. Coming up to break. This has been a great show. Close is next. Mrs. Bunny. Thanks for having me, boys. We are so glad you're here. All right, so uh, here's a word from Mark. Don't go anywhere. Big shout out to Outdoor Channel, Nissan, and Remington. How about the wonderful people at Cabela's? World's almost outfitter. Got to get to a break. We will return right after this. like the internet and love the revolution with Jim and Trav, then you're in luck. Because we've combined the two at JimandTrav.com. So punch it up now. Brilliant, right? 15 years of broadcasting excellence. The revolution with Jim and Trav will return in a few moments. Buy or bust with Jim and Trav on the revolution. Brought to you by Cabela's at Cabela's.com. It's time for Buy or Bust. We're buying everything! We buy all this stuff, don't we? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, all that. All right, so we are talking about... I've never about, seen you tongue-tied before. Well, I was thinking, is it a business expense? You know, I don't want to mislead people. Most of the time, we buy it out of our own pocket. Sometimes the business buys it. Yeah, it I want to clarify that. We want to keep it for us. <laughs> I want to keep this, because yeah. this is cool. All right, so we're talking about the Cabela's Instinct Wing Shooter Layout Blind. Now, anybody that has listened to the show has heard you gripe <laughs> about layout blinds. And, well, and the, tell us your plight. Well, the, the thing is, with a layout blind, now, you know, I was out there in the Great Salt Lake uh, hunting uh, big ducks. And, you know, they have what they call a coffin blind. And yeah. basically, you're laying on your back. Feet are over the edge. It's like you're in a bathtub. And your feet are over the edge, and you can only shoot them kind of coming at you. Yeah. And it's like 60 miles an hour, three foot off the deck. And it's really, really difficult. You can't raise up. You can't do anything. And then another style they had out there, it looked like a floating flying saucer. You actually had to anchor this thing out in a bay, and it was all pass shooting. And uh, the problem was... You're still in that reclining position trying to get shots at these ducks. Well, you said your your main problem is it hurts your back. Yeah. You didn't like that. Yeah, there's no back support because, and the, the other thing is, there was nothing for your head. You know, so you're constantly holding your head up, and you know how that your neck gets stiff and whatever, and I... 
I didn't really enjoy myself. I mean, I, I, I like shooting the ducks. I can't tell. <laughs> it sounds like you had a blast. Oh, well, I did. Right, right at the end of that shotgun. So let's get to the point of this. There is the Cabela's Instinct Wing Shooter Layout Blind. And what we like about this is its hammock design. Yeah. It has this framing, okay, and it actually sits you up off the ground. I'm saying your butt's probably about 10 inches off the ground. Yeah, I think your butt is probably 10 inches off the ground looking at this. And the thing is, um, when you're sitting in there, you have such a range of motion. And and you're completely covered because it's got these little flaps on the cover that goes over, over the, the frame. frame. Yeah. yeah. And so you open it up, you sit down in it, and you just kind of nestle in. And the thing I like about it, it has pockets and... Um, cup holder you could put your drinks in there you can put your snacks in there yeah and and this is set up so where you can even though you flip the doors open to be able to shoot because you want to keep your gun underneath uh you can actually put brush around it oh yeah and so you're gonna look like a bush it's good all right so go check out the cabela's instinct wing shooter layup blind uh, Cabela's.com. We say buy! Buy it. How much is it again? Uh, it's about uh, 300 bucks. 300 Give or take a dollar or two. Maybe if they're on sale, you could pick it up for like 275 I don't know. Yeah. All right, so go check it out. We say buy the Cabela's Instinct Wing Shooter Layout Blind. Buy it at Cabela's.com. Got to get to a break. We will return right after this. We specialize in people that are sick. Would you mind telling me just when you two caballeros contemplate leaving? Thanks for joining us this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trev. It's been a great show. You know, and I love to waterfall hunt, as you know. I travel quite a bit and going to be in um, Mississippi in January uh, hunting waterfall down there with Nissan. Yeah, so big shout out to J. Paul Jackson, also Bruce Oral, Matt Olson, Mrs. Bonnie. Woo-woo. Hey-o. Hey-o. Yeah. Hey, we want to thank our 444 affiliate stations across the country. Our advertisers and everyone that makes the show possible, like Miss Bunny, Funjor, producer Mark Paneri, and Frank the Sound Guy. And the main man up in the sky. That's right. He made the birds one, two, three, right? Yep. And we started shooting them. Yep. That's what we do. Three, two, one. All right, so take some kids outdoors this weekend, introduce them to Jesus, waterfowl, and upland hunting, and feed them. And in that order. What you got to do? All right, so uh, local news and weather is coming up next. We will return next week with uh, Jimbo. He's getting a knee replacement or something like that. Getting a partial knee replacement. Mrs. Bunny's getting her hair dyed, and I'm going to eat a hot dog. (laughs) All right, so we love you. So does Jesus. And remember to uh, wash your hands. Sanitize. Got to get to a break. We'll return next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program. Brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.